What is up, everyone? We're back again. Welcome to this episode of High Side of the Ring. Yes, new segment. This segment is literally just straight shooting the shit. Just talking about old memories or new memories in wrestling that we think of that you guys may or may have not forgot about. This should be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. This is definitely going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Fucking. So, Jeff, you, 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 you're the one that brought this to light for me. What, what, what the hell happened with John Cena? Oh. <laughs> so, if anybody hasn't heard, John Cena kind of made a statement about Thailand. And uh, it was taken the wrong way given, you know, the climate that Asians are being looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what it was. I think it was about the food. And he went on and made a ri- ridiculously long apology. I mean, literally, where he's just saying, I'm sorry, most of the time. Like, if there was ever a time you couldn't say it enough, that might have been it. It's actually a perfect example of how many times you shouldn't say it. And he said it in their language. So people were just making fun of him about it. But he, you know, he felt really bad. But I just find it funny. It's like, damn, that. That's where we got to. Trying really hard not to get canceled, huh? But it's fucking John Cena. You can't cancel him. Literally. You know what I was thinking about this whole week? I was thinking about some of the wrestlers that we've been introduced to over the years. Mm -hmm. Ones that are, you know, have either been a mid-card at one point or on top of the world at one point. Some that have come back and be relevant in some way. Yep. I just found out who the manager of... um, of uh, Bobby Lashley, you know, is M- is formerly MVP. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, h- how? Literally, okay. right? Like, but MVP is a great mouthpiece and manager for Bobby Lashley. Eh, I wish they, I, I wish they would just let Bobby he's Lashley to be the Black Paul Heyman, but okay. I, I just wish they would let Bobby Lashley be Bobby Lashley. What we saw, what we saw in TNA, that was Bobby Lashley. Yeah. No. And now what we see in WWE is what happens when the right to censor gets a hold of you before you have any chance to make an impact. But I mean, really, like if you think about it, though, like the whole gimmick is is just fucking Paul Heyman. Bobby Lashley stays quiet. Yep. VP talks. Every that's, now and then, Lashley gets the mic. That's usually how it this goes. It's just black Paul Heyman. This is this is literally chocolate milk Paul Heyman. <laughs> that that that's usually how it goes. I mean, even in even in AEW, Taz does all the talking. Brian Ca- mm-hmm. uh, Brian Cage normally stays shut. You know what I actually saw it yesterday? Uh, I saw some of Taz's really really old ninety five shit. Yeah. You know, like uh, I think the title of the video I saw. I didn't get to see the whole thing was like Taz Taz kills a wrestler in the ring and I was like well you, you kind of got it I mean it fucking Taz like you know what I mean he alright before I say anything further to offend anybody I don't have any problem with short people but if you think about it he's short as fuck angry as fuck and we all know rage comes in small sizes mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, funny guy, but he never had a problem with switching off, throwing somebody through a fucking table in so many ways. Nah. Fucking Taz, man. Taz is always going to be one of my favorite ECW originals. Mm -hmm. Always. 
always. The man was a mouthpiece, a great technical wrestler, a great submission specialist. There's no one, no one that's going to replicate Taz. He was the original suplex machine. He was, he wrapped his, uh, in one match, he wrapped his opponent's face in barbed wire and locked in the Taz mission. (laughs) That's just so fucked up. I was like, oh my God, Taz, you're fucking awesome. But uh, one wrestler I've been thinking of lately, and, and honestly... Given the, given the gimmick he was in, it was a great starter gimmick. But I wish they would have elevated his career way past it. You remember Kevin Thorne? He, briefly. He, he had the vampire gimmick in ECW in WWE's reboot of ECW. No, I didn't watch that atrocity. Kevin Thorne, man, he the the vampire gimmick it wor- it did work for him. He had the look. He had everything down pack. He that. He had Salinas, who at the time was known as Ariel, by his side. Everything was working great. And then he got jobbed. He showed up on like a dark match of ECW. They took away the vampire gimmick and threw him in a pair of tights. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Kevin Thorne. And then he got squashed. And I was like, well, way to fucking go. That's what you get when you switch companies. I mean, like, honestly, a lot of the wrestlers that switch, I understand it's the chase for money, right? And oh, no, this was e- this was WWE's reboot of ECW. Oh, see? Once again, an atrocity. So we're talking perfectly, like, this is how WWE is. Like, the office building, you might as well just have shit thrown around like a goddamn hardcore match because, I mean, they... They all even said is like sometimes it's like given today they're worried about their jobs. People are just getting fired. No notice. You could have did one of the most impressive things and you're just getting like, hey, thanks, John. Thank you for that piece of advice on how we can, you know, boost our ratings. Oh, you're fired, by the way. What? <laughs> but I gave you gold. Yes, we took gold and you gave you candy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know? And like, like really like you think they treat their wrestlers any different hell no they throw their asses away dude they give a fucking billion dollar contract to they just tossed away literally now it's fucked up because he wants to li- he's lived outside his means which is another rumor I actually heard too is that he's going to indie shows and he's he's like he's not doing any promotions unless he gets six figure contracts well yeah, so I had to wait because I saw your your poll took a little longer to process this shit. Like, Braun fucking Strowman, you want six figures for an indie show? <sighs> to do four moves. The power slam, the run around the ring thing. Uh-huh. We can. We saw he can do a hurricanrana, kind of. This starting to sound like it don't even add up to, that, to pass three zeros. Like, and that's just me being generous. Like, honestly, be like, bro, you, you're... Like, you're lucky I toss you a fucking uh, bus fare and, and a couple hundreds. Oh, God. Fucking AEW's on tonight. That mm-hmm. should be good. Should be very good. SmackDown's on tonight. I look forward to SmackDown now just because Roman Reigns is on it. 
Niggas want the Raw to be canceled because nobody's looking really looking forward to Raw. Who would have thought that eventually down the road the flagship show of the brand would crumble and the B, the as, as they call it, the B show mm-hmm. th- fucking thrives like no other tomorrow. NXT is slowly starting to turn to NXT light as it is appearing before our very God, eyes. going the way of alcohol. Why drink Bud when you could drink Bud Light? Literally. Oh, God. No, then you got Jeff Hardy. Shout out to him on his fucking... I'm breaking his losing streak. Yeah. Thank God. Fucking love Jeff Hardy. People don't want to respect it because they were like, yeah, it's like, you know you're a bad wrestler when even Jeff Hardy doesn't want to lose to you. I was like, ouch. Like, what the fuck... Who hurt you as a child? <laughs> Someone so bad, Jeff Hardy doesn't even want to lose to you? Damn, bro. Like, losing streak that hard, huh? Ugh. <laughs> I think I heard the Matt, two count and said, oh, no. <laughs> Matt, fucking Matt Cardona, Mr. Formerly known as Zack Ryder, mm-hmm. showed up at GCW and attacked Nick Gage. Holy shit. Fucking, I thought, uh, I never would have thought a day in my life that out of all people, Mr. Woo Woo Woo, Mr. Long Island IZ, Mr. O Radio Show Me What You Know, or Tell Me What You Know, I'm sorry, would show up and challenge the leader of the murder, death, kill gang, Nick Cage. Wrestling is taking a very, very unusual twist. I'm loving every fucking minute of it. It's getting me hyped. And it's fucking awesome. Well, it's going a different twist because if you think about it, I mean... And still, WWE seems to be falling behind. Just want to point that out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Because WWE... Everything else that... Everything WWE is thinking of... Every other company has thought of, like, months in advance. Or they're just ripping off of other people. Exactly. You know, they're ripping off plenty of different shows. I mean, the only thing I haven't seen them do is WCW's old, you know, triple cell match. You know, I really... That was honestly my favorite. And there was one. You can find it out there. There was one of those matches that actually took place... The Road Warriors were in it. Uh, it was the Road Warriors, Axe and Smash. Uh, fuck, who else? I want to say... Uh, shit, I'm struggling with this one. I remember watching it, too. It took place, and it was actually a pretty good match. I really wish it made more appearances. Like, those matches that you see once or twice, and they're like, oh, shit. That's a cool fucking concept. Uh-huh. I wish they would show more of those. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like the three that... tier, the three tier cage match. That was that was amazing. Uh-huh. I wish they would bring back three stages of hell. Yeah. Like an actual three stages of hell. They need to bring back buried alive matches. Well, that's what happens when you got a bunch of pussies. And you know who would have been a perfect fit for a Buried Alive match? Fucking Aleister Black. 
Mm-hmm. It goes with his image. Yeah. You know, but like I said, you have a lot of you have a lot of wrestlers that do concern themselves with having to go extra harder to get ratings that are not even guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's fucked up because if you have an amazing match, you're more likely gonna get more views on YouTube for that match than you possibly did on that show. Yeah. Which is fucking sad. Yes, it is. You know, but I mean, if you think about it. What are you doing in the meantime before that match and after to keep that audience? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like WWE's rumoring that somebody's coming, some female is coming to uh, WWE, but you got people questioning whether she's a wrestler. I'm not sure if her name, um, Ava something. Eva Murray. Yeah. She the- she was there for it with WWE for quite a bit so quite a bit of time. Her in-ring her in-ring skills weren't great at all. Um, her mic skills were even worse, in my opinion. Hopefully, she's been. So why are they hyping her up? So Hope. Damn? Why yeah. are they hyping her up so damn hard? I don't know. Because it sounds like a dumb thing to do. Like I'm not gonna hype somebody that everybody knows from the past as being horrible. Like who's excited for this? Like, hey man, you want to go get some shitty coffee? Woohoo! <laughs> like, nobody's excited for that. With that said, we'll be right back. And we're back. Holy shit. No, God. That's why I was like, yo. Like, WWE, I feel like they're grasping at straws. If they didn't have the money in the fucking... And the build... Like, if you saw how WWE is right now, and you saw it in this same thing in a newer company, would you still fucking watch it, or would it be alive? No, I mean, ask yourself that question. Would you watch that shit or not? Questions. I think I can be very safe in saying no. I would not watch that shit. Your wrestler talent, your wrestling talent is great. My only con- dilemma with loving somebody in wrestling right now in WWE is that I'm going to love them and then they're going to get fired. Yep. That builds a stigma in a person. Yep. You know? And, like, even worse, you think someplace, something's going to go somewhere, you know, like, oh, like a interference or a little small beef is going to go somewhere, and then no, no, it just it just dies. Like, where was the story? You built me up for nothing. Yep. You know? Then there, um, another good thing, though, that is happening in WWE, I give it, I, Randy Orton and bro. Yeah, honestly. RK bro. RK bro. Honestly, it's funny. It's, 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 weird, it, as- it's weird as hell. It's one of those team hell no... It's one of those teams. teams when you were like, yo, what did te- you guys smoke to get this idea? You know, like, did you just smoke a Frankenstein and say, RK, bro? Literally. Yeah. It, it, it's great, though, man. It, it fucking works. I like it. I mean, it works because they like their styles yeah. not only don't, like, need to be attached to each other like by themselves their styles work so this is not a Jeff Hardy Matt Hardy situation where you couldn't tell if the other can wrestle by themselves right 
you know it works together, but the fact that they take both of those and they make it work together yep. is an awesome fucking combination. Yes, it is. Yes, it most certainly is. You know, so I, I, I like seeing tag teams that are like that, where it's like, you know, uh, like uh, the new like the the new age or the new day. New day. You know, you know they can wrestle by themselves. Oh, fuck yeah. So it's like you, it's so much more amazing to watch them and the shit that they pull out of their ass. Yep. Coming together. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, I was, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, yeah, fucking. I was thinking back on a lot of like local talent that AEW was using mm-hmm. as well as WWE was using. <laughs> I was thinking about one of the best introductions. Period. Cody had a match with uh, a local talent, Warhorse. Mm-hmm. Right? Really big on the indie scene. Duke can wrestle. Holy shit. Fucking. When Justin Roberts is sitting there introducing Warhorse, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, this is great. The introduction went like this. Weighing in at 4,000 pounds of, pre- of pure heavy metal, and he's here to rule ass. Warhorse. I was like, oh my God. That is the best introduction like, period. Like, mark it down. History, calendar, book, gear. Best that, fucking introduction ever. That would make me fucking spew milk through my nose. That would make me spew milk through my nose. Because that shit is just funny. 4,000 pounds of pure metal. <laughs> and is here to rule ass. It's like, is here to rule ass. I feel sorry for the ass. He's ready to rule. <laughs> <laughs> that night was Cody Rhodes. Oh, man. <laughs> Well then, <laughs> like, hey, don't you work on it? Hey, weren't you raised on a farm? You better keep it back to the rope. <laughs> yeah, man, local indie talent, bro. You, you can't beat it because that's where the road begins. I mean, essentially, like, I mean, I don't get to watch a lot of indie, but I do like hearing about them because it's amazing just the ideas that spew from it. And it's so genuine because nobody, and it, and it's so genuine because it's just their control. Nobody mm-hmm. say, "Oh, we don't, we disapprove of yep. you know your redneck character. We disapprove of your motivational character, your inspiring character, or your badass character." Yep. They fucking tell them, "Be the best you, be the best character." Yep. And go for it. Exactly. No. So and ju- and it's no, it's no secret. New Jersey is home to a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot of great indie promotions. Mm-hmm. We got BWF. We got Trifecta. We got Titan Championship Wrestling. What else do we have? We got my personal favorite and personal, you know, home, the IWA, which was always, always a welcoming promotion to go to. A lot of the guys I like are from there. They got TJ Marconi, Anthony Gangone, the vivacious, vicious Vicky. Some of the best talent in New Jersey. You also got WrestlePro. That's always a fucking amazing show to go to. Like, it's no secret. We got a bunch of wrestling territories. Mm -hmm. Like, 
there's no, there's a bunch of talent out there. There's a bunch of hidden gems to be found, and a lot of them are right here, at your in your local town or the town next to yeah. you. Yeah, no, you just gotta go looking for it. I mean, shit. Anthony Bowens and Max Castor. In the world of fucking internet, if you can't find a wrestling show to go to in New Jersey, you you're just really not looking. Mm-hmm. No. Not to quote my wife, you just don't know how to fucking look. Oh, and then <laughs> and then you got CZW and all their glory. You got GCW. You mm-hmm. got Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Like, you got a bunch of major indie shows around that you can go to. Make sure you support your local indie shows, guys. I mean, didn't Ring of Honor, like, usually wrestle out in Jersey as well? Uh, New oh, York. No. Main, a lot of New, New York. York. Me and New my... York, me, me, I remember me and, my, me and a few of my brothers going to... A couple of uh, ROH shows, and ROH is always phenomenal to watch. But yeah, man, support your support your local indie talent because one day you're gonna see a bunch of them on the big stage and be like, you know what? I remember when that guy did this, or this guy did a moonsault Mm -hmm. off this to that guy. I mean, that's what made everybody want, like, people like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, you know, just to name the two that I know who were in Ring of Honor. And what made it amazing was the fact that where they went to, they had so much character control in themselves. And Samoa Joe didn't break really character at all. Yep. That's why I was pissed. You go to WWE, he's this whole other fucking person. It's like, what the fuck? Yep. No. I, I just think uh, WWE needs a fucking rude awakening. Yeah, and hopefully in the form of them actually waking the fuck up. I mean, not everything about WWE is bad. Just everything is more advanced now. And we're not the ages of, you know, 5 and 12, Everything's maybe 10. Everything's more advanced so you're quoting the the scale of evolution with the guy walking backwards and saying we fucked up <laughs> walking back and looking at the other evolution saying no go back we fucked up <laughs> trying to find the brighter side of things the brighter side man. of WWE is that WWE is amazing it is amazing but the hard part to really get behind is just the shit they do to their talents now I know when you got budget cuts you gotta cut out you know some big names yeah save money but what I'm saying is don't cut out a big name if you're not gonna build the smallest one up mm-hmm. you know I agree cause you're also taking advantage of the fact that some of these guys you know might be seeing fucking zeros they've never seen in a fucking check before yep and thinking like this is their fucking dream yep so here you are, you're giving this person his dream. He's not thinking on the fact like, hold on, I didn't see a no cut clause. You know, like Braun Strowman had to fucking face. Mm-hmm. And then one day you just get slapped in the fucking face. Yeah. You know, now it's like you you've built this dream lifestyle for yourself. You're you're doing you're finally getting that. You you're about to reap the benefits and reward. Live like fucking, you know, like off the fucking fruits of your labor types of thing. Yeah. Only to now you have to start back at the bottom or at least fucking clinging on. You know, I mean, people... Like, that's fucked up. Yep. 
With all that being said, I want to go ahead and give some shout-outs to some some local indie talent. Shout-out TJ Marconi. Shout-out Anthony Gangone. Shout-out Mantis. Shout-out the two-man faction. Hashtag too good. Ace Andrews, Big Cuzzo, Leland Parker, and JD Alpha. Shout-out to everybody in New Jersey. Shout-out to Nick Gage. Shout-out to Matt Cardona. Shout out to Joey Janella. Shout out to Stevie Richards. Shout out to Braun Strowman. I'm just shouting out everyone at this point. So hope I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys really, really enjoyed this. We love doing it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Just sitting here shooting the shit. It's great times. Until next time, guys, stay stony. Support your local indie shows. And always, always, always remember to be yourself. Peace.